in a spirit of full disclosure, this podcast is an unabashed attempt to persuade listeners to greatly increase the frequency and the quality of the recognition they give to their colleagues. That means recognition for people who report to them, their peers, and yes, even their boss. The reality is that people in every direction in your organization need recognition. While the great resignation may have given way to the great reevaluation, you might heavily consider the power of your positive affirmations. Welcome to the 90th percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my good friend and leadership guru and legend, Jack Sanger. Thanks, Bree. I'm really pleased to be talking about this really useful topic today. Yeah, and you know what? We made it to the fourth <laughs> quarter of this year. And I'll start by recognizing you, Jack, and how you continue to inspire me with your thought leadership. This recent article that you and Joe wrote for Harvard Business Review on employee recognition is no exception. So I'm glad we're discussing it today. I think it is often overlooked the power of reaching out and telling people they're doing a good job. <laughs> Absolutely, Bree. So where would you like to start? Well, I, I think... First, maybe we need to do a little convincing for just how potent the payoffs of recognition can be. Let's start there. Yeah. You know, the research is clear that employee recognition, when, when done well, has huge payoffs. We see this in the data we collect on leaders. Every measure of morale, productivity, performance quality, customer satisfaction, reduced absenteeism, and employee retention source when managers regularly provide recognition. And yet there are many leaders out there who fail to do it frequently or skillfully. A common saying is that the number one reason people leave a job is because of their manager. Some recent data that we compiled showed that people who report to a poor leader are three times more likely to be thinking about quitting as those who report to excellent leaders. Well, actually, Jack, something that uh, a lot of different studies have shown is that the most common complaint about managers is they fail to convey appreciation. And one survey reported a startling statistic that 29% of employees described not having received any recognition or commendation within the past year <laughs> and that that is really surprising to me. Also, you know, these studies are conducted by leading business schools and other scholars with no vested interest in the result. They're not just leadership development companies. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> well, Bree, in, in addition, numerous studies are published by consulting firms who, who arguably have a case they want to make, but the results are extremely consistent. In our own analysis of some of our data on this subject, we saw the huge impact of giving recognition on levels of employee engagement. Leaders who were rated in the bottom 10% for their providing recognition had employees who were at the 27th percentile on engagement. 
By contrast, those leaders who were in the top 10 percentile had employees who were at the 70th percentile. Those leaders in the top group also had employees who were much more confident that they would be treated fairly, who felt that they were kept better informed, who showed significantly higher levels of discretionary effort, and who were much less likely to quit. Or quietly quit. <laughs> or quietly quit. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe, yeah, that, these days. Yeah, there's a clear connection there to that. Um, now, Jack, something that can be argued is that perhaps not everybody wants to be recognized. This is hard for me to fathom because I thrive on recognition, but other people do not like the spotlight pointed at them, especially in public. <laughs> yes, you know, that is true. You know, if you ask 100 people if they like to receive recognition, about 36 of them say no. <laughs> we, mm. we contend that this is most often a semantic problem. Had we asked, do you like to be appreciated for your accomplishments? Nearly all respondents would have said yes. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone appreciates a- appreciation, which implies a more kind of quiet, personal expression without a lot of fanfare and hoopla. You know, for many people, the term recognition means being singled out in a meeting and given public praise for something they've accomplished. It conjures up images of spotlights glaring on them that -hmm. they might find kind of embarrassing. You know, whether because of their personality or perhaps their cultural upbringing, being publicly singled out is rather uncomfortable for a substantial number of people. In other words, it's the way that the recognition and appreciation is delivered that they don't want, not the underlying message of you are really appreciated. Yeah, they don't want the hoopla. I'm glad they, <laughs> glad that you said that word. <laughs> Give me the hoopla. Uh, well, what do we know about these leaders who are so inclined to give recognition, who just do it naturally. We conducted a study with 658 leaders about whom we had data on their preferences for giving and receiving recognition. Of that 658, there were 145 managers who resisted giving recognition and 513 preferred giving it. We compared that data to the more complete 360-degree feedback assessment we had for those leaders, and those who were more inclined to give recognition were also perceived as being better at collaboration and teamwork, being open to feedback from others, building relationships, and inspiring and motivating their colleagues. So we've established that the benefits are there. Higher employee engagement, discretionary effort, people aren't thinking about quitting, could go on and on. And we've talked about how everybody does want it, whether publicly or quietly and personally. And the fact that organizations are better when this is a part of their culture. So how do we as leaders or individuals become better at giving recognition? Because everybody needs to improve. Even even bosses need recognition sometimes too. (laughs) 
Well, you know, thanks for noting that. Being higher up in the hierarchy doesn't diminish the importance of getting positive reinforcement on occasion. The higher up the ladder someone is, uh, the more they're exposed and scrutinized and criticized. Yeah, true. Getting better at giving recognition requires that you focus on both the substance of the recognition itself and the manner and context in which you deliver it. We'll offer some advice in improving both. So as far as tips to improve the substance of the recognition, I'd begin by saying appreciation that is specific is far more powerful than a general, you know, attaboy, good job, a comment. Yeah. Describing a specific event or action and the impact it had on you, on, on, on the team, on the organization, or upon your customers. This really drives home the importance of what the person has done. The second observation is that while feedback from peers is appreciated, for most people, recognition from their immediate manager is the most meaningful. Third observation, while recognizing outcomes is valuable, it's also important to recognize those actions that led to the positive outcome. You know, some outcomes are out of the person's control, but their tenacity, their hard work, and their creativity are things that they control. Those deserve recognition as well. Next, I'd suggest, you know, recipients probably will not turn down recognition in the form of money, but mm -hmm. 65% of them indicate they prefer kind of non-cash recognition. Merchandise and travel awards are more welcomed than gift certificates or money. Yeah, our mind naturally goes to the money, but uh, <laughs> but it's true that when you kind of get something, for example, I got some recognition for some work last year, and I got to choose a gift, and there's this ice machine that I've always wanted, but I'd never spend $500 on a pebble ice machine because, you know. <laughs> but if it's a gift, <laughs> and I love it, I use it every day, <laughs> and I think about <laughs> why I got it. <laughs> so those are great tips to consider. And and this applies not only to work, but in all interactions and in all walks of our lives, remembering to provide meaningful recognition to our spouses, children, family, friends, neighbors, teachers, individuals. All right. What about the other dimension you mentioned? So that is the substance of the recognition. But what's next? Well, next is to kind of consider the manner in which it's delivered. Uh, and my first observation would be many people, again, feel embarrassed about being singled out publicly. And so by all means, respect those who prefer that their recognition be delivered in private and, and, a more, and more personally. Uh, I'm amazed at how people appreciate notes and cards. We frequently stories of people saving such mementos for decades. Um, next, we know that, that being timely really has value. The, the closer in time that the recognition comes to, to the behavior or to the deed that's being de described, the, the, the shorter that distance, the, the, the better. Increasing the frequency of recognition increases the comfort level for all. And so there's just, you know, things that we can do to not only em embellish the, the event, it's, you know, the, the, the thing we're recognizing, 
but also just how we go about delivering it makes a big difference. What I appreciate about this research is that it increases your awareness, right? I mean, this is not groundbreaking. It's not like people will be shocked to hear that employee recognition is a good thing. <laughs> but we need to remember just how important it is to people and make that conscious effort to do it. And like I said before, some people naturally do it. And some some of us need reminders in our calendar to write thank you notes. So whoever you are, do what you got to do. Jack, is it possible to give too much recognition? I mean, will the compliments mean less if you do them too often. My husband always says, thank you for the delicious meal before he takes a bite. So I never trust him. <laughs> well, Brie, I, I can see that it may be possible, but you don't see it happen very often. I think at the end of each day, it's maybe useful to ask yourself, who do I know who went kind of above and beyond today? Who did more than was expected of them? Who made a really helpful and useful contribution? And then you'll find that some names come to mind. And the, you know, the key may be to just don't hesitate to give the recognition in a way that is most meaningful to them. We, we all have heard about the importance of recognition, and yet most leaders are not doing it enough. While the data from our research is not groundbreaking, we hope it's an important reminder to tell people, those who report to you especially, but also your peers, and yes, even your boss, what they need to hear, not just what you want to say on a regular basis. The 90th Percentile on Unconventional Leadership podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zenger, and Joe Folkman and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.